Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Elena Fox. Hey guys, I hope you're doing really well in this moment in time. And that whenever and wherever you happen to be in these ethers of the space-time continuum, I hope that you're able to realize and recognize that your spiritual guidance system, your spiritual team, your higher self, prime creator, your holy guardian angel, and your spirit guides always make certain that you are in the right place at the right time. I want you to understand and recognize that nothing is left to chance that there are uh, things that you can decide and determine for yourself, of course, but there is a little bit of fate and destiny in your story. Sometimes you might feel that everything is willy nilly and it doesn't feel completely, uh, right or fair that other people are getting theirs and you're not getting yours. Sometimes it feels a little upsetting to you that maybe somebody else gets to take that dream vacation that you wanted to take or they can afford the books you wanted to buy or they've got a nicer car or nicer house and where's yours how do they rate over you sometimes as much as you are a sweet person and you're loving and you're uh not at all jealous of other people's success. You're not toxic like that. But sometimes you think a little bit along the lines of, but what about me, God? Hey, do you even know I'm here? And I I wanted to let you know that you are always in alignment with what you receive. So If you're negative about it and you go very jealous and very dark on this, you're not going to get anywhere. And if you go very high vibration on this, you're eventually going to get where you want to be. So you have to manage your own energy system and you have to control your own mind. And remember that your subconscious mind is malleable to your suggestion and you need to bring yourself in alignment with the energy and vibration of the thing that you wish to have, whether it's a fancy house or jewelry or a nice car or a beautiful relationship, a fantastic career, the ever elusive happiness, which is always an inside job. You should be happy no matter what's going on. Be just slap happy to be here. You know, (laughs) Um, be grateful that you're here and you got a couple more minutes to make it work. You never know. I mean, you might only have five minutes to make it work and six minutes from now you're dead. But at least in those five minutes, you aligned yourself to the highest vibration possible. And I was thinking about this today a little bit. I mean, I'm not jealous of anybody or anything. I'm actually grateful 
when I saw my sister finally, she said, my husband and I got to make our eighth grade field trip dreams come true. <laughs> She's only four years younger than me. So, you know, which puts her at the ripe old age of 49 and her husband is the same age as her. They've known each other since they were kids and they finally got to go to Washington DC and see the Capitol and all the museums. And they've just been for two or three days visiting the capital of the United States. And she says, Oh man, it's what she's always wanted to do since eighth grade and wasn't able to back then. And as an adult, she could go anywhere she wants. She doesn't have to be single file line. She doesn't have to, you know, (laughs) she doesn't have to have a teacher tell her what to do and where to go to eat. And she can do whatever she wants. It's kind of more exciting. And you know, um, and my sister is such a sweet person. Um, you know, so I'm like, God, they really deserve that. But I was thinking, yeah, you know, there are some things that we long for, for like 20 or 30 years, maybe 40 years before it actually comes to fruition. And there are reasons for all of that. You know, it's not always that you're not a high enough vibrational match to get a new car. I mean, it's just a hunk of metal. Yeah. It might be a sleek, sexy, freaking expensive hunk of metal, or you might just want a $2,000 beater point A to point B car, you know, but it's not always having to align with the energy of that. I feel like most of us vibrate pretty freaking high compared to a car. (laughs) You know, whether it's a Corolla or a Mercedes, it doesn't matter. It's just a hunk of metal. Like, come on, come on now, you know, and, and, and do you deserve a car? Yeah, you deserve a car. If you want one, Hey, more power to you. It's easier to just get a lift. You know, for me, I always did that, you know, just get lift. It's not because, you know, I, I actually, for a long time I had a car and then I had two cars And then I had no cars and I felt free (laughs) and I would just grab a lift and my kids and I would just hang out in the lift, talking to the driver, get to know new people. It was kind of exciting and fun. It was kind of a pain in the ass when it was snowing out and we couldn't get, um, someone on time, you know, and our ice cream melted a little bit. I mean, sometimes it's a bummer, but you, you know, usually it was, it wasn't, it wasn't all that bad, honestly, but, um, you know, so it's sometimes it's about the vibrational match and sometimes it's not like, I I don't think that getting a car is a vibrational match, you know, like I, I I just kind of want to fly in the face of the law of attraction people for a moment and say that it might not be that, you know, it might be something else. Maybe secretly you kind of are worried about getting into a car wreck. So you have to clear that energy out first and maybe when you go to the dealer to buy a car or the private party to buy a car, maybe it has to be in the exact and correct timing for you because maybe the person selling that car to you is your absolute best friend. And the car that you want isn't available yet because that best friend is maybe in the middle of a horrible divorce and you don't want to meet someone in that situation and they're not open to receiving a new 
friend in that situation, they're thinking, ah, wreck em, smack em, rah, rah, they're like really mad, right? <laughs> and you don't need to be around someone who has that energy and that's not your vibe. So you got to wait till they're happy again. And then eventually you're going to be like, okay, boom. Oh my God. I got the promotion and the car that I want just happens to be available. And I got my bonus and oh my God. And now I'm racing down to get that car and you meet the person selling the car and whether you get the car or not, that person is now going to maybe, you know, bring you into alignment with the business you've wanted to start, or they know the one true love that you've been longing for and waiting for. Maybe they're going to introduce you. Maybe they're the ones that are going to give the speech at your after wedding party. You know, the toast, or in some cases, the roast, depending on your personality. But maybe everything has to align up in a certain way in order for you to receive the highest good for you and everyone involved. And I'm saying maybe, but you and I both know it's true. It's absolutely true. You know, we are um, always getting what we need at the time in which we need it. And it's not usually about the things, you know, for me, it's not about the things, you know, um, my twin flame was conversating with me when I was, uh, in the morning, I was awake and I was laying in bed trying to sleep because I, my hours have flip flopped. I have vampires hours again. (laughs) going to bed when the sun is rising and waking up an hour before the sun sets. It's like ridiculous vampire hours again. Um, I'm hoping to correct it this weekend. We'll see, see how that goes. The insomnia, ugh, it's just this energy of the mercury retrograde and all this other crap has been, um, quite taxing emotionally and physically and, you know, mentally, but, um, for whatever reason, this one's really, really, really affecting me. But, um, he was asking me, okay, so what would happen if I gave you a thousand dollars? What, how would you spend it? And I think he wants to know the inner workings of my mind. Right. It was just like kind of pillow talk, but not sexy pillow talk. Just kind of, you know, what would you do if I give you a thousand dollars? How would you spend that money? You know? And I was, and I was like, well, you know, Hmm, thousand dollars. I'll probably get a massage. Yeah, that's a good 20 bucks, you know, maybe 30, depending on who I go to, you know, where I live, it's not very much, you know, so, and, and, you know, and he's like, well, what else? I'm like, well, I'll probably get my legs waxed. He says, what if I give you a thousand dollars and tell you I'm gonna be in your life, you know, in, you know, a couple weeks, what would you do with that money? <laughs> How would you prepare for my arrival? I'm like, well, I would find a really decent hotel for you, um, that I would stay with you if you let me, otherwise, you know. I would find a really nice place for you to be because my apartment's not, it's too small. It's not, you know, really conducive for a decent, you know, uh, visit. But I'm like, well, I'd probably get my, maybe I'd get my hair did, you know, as my friend Vera says, get my hair did. You know, I want to get my hair done. <clears throat> I'd get my hair done. I would get my maybe manicure, pedicure, maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'd just do it myself, you know, that. But I'd probably, you know, probably get a massage and, you know, just stuff to prepare my body so that I feel sexy and I feel good, you know? And, and so, and he's like, so what if I gave you 
$5,000. What would you do with $5,000? How would that impact your life? I'm like, well, I would put some of it away in savings. I would put some of it away in my Acorns account. I'd probably invest a little bit and you know, all the same things I said before, maybe, you know, get my hair done. He said, would you buy clothes with it? I'm like, I might buy a dress. You know, I've got some actually, I actually do have some nice clothes, but I'd maybe buy a new dress for you. Sure. You know, something like that. He's like, really, that's it. Like he was like shocked. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm not that materialistic of a person. And they said, well, what if I gave you $10,000? And so this conversation came, you know, continued. And until he said, what if I gave you a million dollars? What would you do right now? If you had a million dollars, I'm like, well, I'd buy the $35,000 car that I want fresh brand new. Cause I've never had a brand new car, nothing like the brand new car smell. <laughs> and I'd buy the half a million dollar house. I have my eye on, of course I'd, I would go, you know, around and check out all the different houses to make sure it's where I really want to live. But I would buy myself a house and a car and I would just start investing and turning over the rest of the money and grow it to millions of dollars. You know, I wouldn't, you know, and I'd do all the same, you know, get a massage and all that. I would do all that, of course. And I might buy some, you know, toys for the cat or maybe a massive cat tree, something she would enjoy running and climbing on, you know, you know, I would do, uh, then I would just be, I would just be doing my show that I do now. And I would just, you know, but from the nicer place, I would swim every day. I would probably have wine maybe almost every day <laughs> I would eat better and I would hire a maid to, um, come around make sure where the cat and I are still alive and whatnot. <laughs> you know, like that's what I would do with the money. Like I would, you know, I would maybe buy a pool table cause I love to play pool and I'd probably, you know, go out bowling. Maybe I go out to eat a couple times a week, but you know, more than like the once I do now, I mean, it, it's probably, not going to impact my life. I mean, it would impact my life a great deal, but not, you know, clothes and furs and jewels and, you know, (laughs) you know, trying to look good constantly. I would, I would do everything to look good, but it wouldn't be over the top. I said, I might even buy some new makeup. Actually, I might do that. I might go get a facial done or, you know, face massage. I don't know what is even available. You know, I think I've heard the words, uh, you know, salt scrub thrown around in the past. I've heard something about a chocolate mousse whip body butter type of thing that sounded delicious and kind of maybe disgusting at the same time. Yeah, there there might be something like that involved, but other than that, I don't know. I just, you know, I would be very practical with my money. And he says, that's very interesting. I'm like, why are you asking? Are you going to give me the money? He's like, I just wanted to know how your mind works. I'm like, ah, yeah, that is interesting, right? And so I was just, but so I was thinking about this. How, what, what if somebody handed you a thousand, what would you do with it? What, what if someone handed you $5,000, what would you do with it? And how would it impact your life? It was 10,000. And, um, what if it was a hundred thousand and what if it was a million? These are the questions he asked me and what would you do with that money? How would you divvy it up? What would you do with it? You know? And I'm like, well, if I had a million, I would, I would grow it until it was, tens of millions of dollars. I mean, you know, cryptocurrencies and flipping that money repeatedly going through somebody who's extremely competent in, um, 
with the pips. What is that called? Forex trading. You know, I wouldn't do it myself because I don't want to sit and stare at a screen and scream at a screen. And I don't want my life to be disrupted in a way in which I'm constantly worried and tied up in knots because the money, I lost the money. I gained the money. I lost the money. I have a friend who did that and just drove herself crazy till she you know, she's moved to Arizona, settled down and got a job because <laughs> she's like, I couldn't take it anymore. I lost my edge. I lost my nerve. I couldn't effing take it anymore. She used to have an iron stomach and you know, she lost a million dollars in one year and she said, I'm over it. <laughs> I, I could do it. Maybe on, uh, you know, I, she's like, I don't know what happened. I made a million and lost a million. And that really freaked me out. I'm like, yeah, I get that. So, I mean, what, so what would it be that you do, you know, like, um, would you be a stereotypical person, you know, going out and getting what you think you should get, or would you invest it? What would you do that money? And maybe there's a reason why that money isn't with you right now. Maybe it's because you need to think about these things in advance, right? So maybe you're not ready, right? And that's what I was thinking, you know, um, but I feel like for me, the money is right here. It's going to be here and I am rich already. I just need to step into, I don't know, that timeline or that whatever, you know, but I think it's good to think about what would you do if you had that kind of money? And I'm, and I even told my twin flame, like, you know, if I get enough money and figure out what person to contact about this, I would probably go find, um, you know, the poorest villages in Ecuador and build a free hospital and call the doctors without borders and say, we need your doctors right here, right now. We need some nurses. We need some people here and get your volunteers down here. And I would give them their own house and a small stipend. And I think I would just try to do that kind of thing. I'd, I'd maybe donate to orphanages around the world and, you know, trying to house homeless people. You know, like I would start to solve some world problems because that's what we really need. I mean, those people are every bit as worthy as we are. Everybody is equal in the eyes of God. And I think it's up to us to kind of equalize the playing field to a certain extent to the point at which we can actually, you know, do that. But I was thinking about um, getting back to the main point, you know, like the things that we don't have or haven't had yet, but always wanted, you know, like my sister wanted that for like 30 years, almost. <clears throat> I would have to say what, like 30 years, 32 years or something. She wanted that vacation and she finally got it. And it was like, wow, I think she actually might've gone in high school at some point, but it wasn't the trip she wanted. And now she got the trip she wanted. I'm like, Oh, good for you. Good for her. It made me so happy. It made me so, so happy. And, um, you know, that she finally got it. I mean, you know, she gets what she wants after 30, 40 years. Maybe I will get what I want after 30, 40 years. You know, the um, teenage boy whose eyes I looked into for 30 whole seconds before we were whisked away from each other when we were teenagers. I want that guy in my life. But I don't think I've been ready for him up until now. You know, that's my twin flame. And I know he's on his way to me and he knows he's on his way to me. We have conversations telepathically about it all the time, but maybe there was a reason I needed to go through all the things. And you know, one of the reasons might just be that I need to gather up stories, so many stories that I can regale him with tales of 
happiness, hilarity, sorrow, and joy. Maybe I needed to spend a lifetime gathering up things that happened to me, things that I made happen so that I will never have a lull in the conversation with him. Maybe for the next 45 years, I will talk to him about what happened to me over the past 53 years. And maybe that's why it took so long to get together. Sometimes twin flames get together when they're very young because they want to grow up and have the adventures together. But I think sometimes we're kept apart for a long, 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 long time so that we will have a lifetime of memories to discuss with each other. Oh shit, that happened to you? Oh man, wish I was there to give you a hug. Well, let me give you a hug now. Oh, what you did? What? That's amazing. Holy moly. I wish I had been there. That's amazing. Do you have pictures? Let me see your pictures. Those kinds of conversations. So I'm not worried about, you know, getting together with him. I really want to. I miss him. I want to be, I can't wait to see him. It's going to be probably a nonstop five minute hug when I see him. I needed to hug you. (laughs) There will be some rejoicing for sure, but everything happens in divine timing. And we've talked about this quite a bit on the show, but you have to clear all this stuff, obviously that prevents you from having that thing. And you've got to align yourself to the vibration of having that thing, but the attitude of gratitude and love and all the things that happen along the way, it all is preparing you for whatever it is that you're eventually going to receive. You always get your blessings, especially when you expect them and you work towards them. You're not going to get any blessings though. However, if you are, um, negative and complaining about it, how does she rate? How does she get that type of thing? I've had moments like that though. I absolutely admit it. (laughs) Like how the hell is she so much more loved than me that she gets this thing and I didn't, you know, but, um, you know, but those moments are fleeting usually. That little snatch of jealousy just takes your, snatches your mind away from you for a minute and you become an ugly monster for a few minutes and then you're like, eh, well. But you know, as the years go on, you'll see, you know, like if somebody gets something that they kind of didn't deserve, you'll watch them lose it too. And sometimes if somebody does get something and they do deserve it, you'll also see other things happen. Like maybe someone gets the love of their life early on and maybe they get their house and their career early on. And you're like, damn, they really deserve it. They're wonderful people. And they have everything that I've always wanted for myself. And I can't seem to make it work. I feel like, you know, I'm, uh, you know, what Bugs Bunny calls, <laughs> what a maroon, you know, <laughs> he says moron like maroon. Cause you know, to make him sound like a moron, it's kind of hilarious. I always loved that. <laughs> the tongue in cheek humor there. But I mean, I feel like sometimes, you know what I'm, I'm like, I know I'm smart. How come I didn't make it work? And how come it didn't come to me the way it came to this person? Like, what are they doing different than I'm doing? You start thinking like that. Well, maybe they did something I don't know about, but you know, it's your spiritual team 
that puts you in the right place at the right time to receive the right thing. And sometimes other people, they have their spiritual team in place. They might get their blessings earlier in life because they're checking out earlier. You might have a week in this hotel, but they only have the weekend and they check out, they die. And you're like, Oh, all right. That's why he became a millionaire, a multimillionaire by the age of 40. He had really shitty health after that. And he died in his fifties. Shit. God, no wonder. And maybe I'm not going to be rich until, you know, I'm, you know, 60 or 55 or maybe next month. <laughs> and, and, you know, and how many years do I get to enjoy it? Maybe 45, you know, so maybe I got time still, right? So the number one thing you need to know is just mind your own business and don't worry about what other people are getting, but be grateful when you see the example of people receiving the things that you want, because it is possible. And that proves to your subconscious mind. It's possible that you too can receive the same thing and just keep on your own grind. Do your own thing. Do the one thing that you need to do every day, which is clear your aura, clear your chakras, line everything up, make everything sparkle. Be grateful for what you have and all will be added unto you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. You're listening to this show, not because you are a matrix person, but rather you are a spiritual person. So seek ye first the kingdom of God and all else shall be added unto you. Says it right there in the Bible. I mean, I don't believe everything's written in the Bible. I think some of it is crazy and confusing and a lot of it was fixed and changed and corrupted. And some of the stories are stolen. I say stolen. Other people say borrowed. I mean, not everything is totally, you know, on the up and up. I think, you know, Noah's name wasn't Noah. Noah in the ark story, like his actual name was Gilgamesh and that was an ancient Babylonian story. I mean, I don't think that God flooded the earth repeatedly, <laughs> you know, it's that's that one, that, that old uh, tale has gone through several different, uh, <laughs> has gone through several different cultures before finally being recycled into, uh, the old Testament of the Bible. You know, <laughs> it's just, you know, I have a friend who does go to the original texts and so she can quote things that I've never heard. It's like, wow, that's what it used to say. Well, that makes a hell of a lot more sense. Most of the versions of the Bible these days are just plain telephone. You know, he said, she said, and we got it all wrong kind of scenario. There's my brother told me a few years back, there was 256,000 versions of the Bible and they're all different. You know, they're all similar, but then they have different things and they change a word here and there changes the whole meaning and context and people are lost. People have gotten super lost, you know? So, um, so that's why I don't believe it. It's like, I don't believe anything in the Bible anymore. I just feel like, you know, part of, part of it's a lie. I kind of reject all of it. Cause it's like, it's hard to hunt and peck for the truth, you know, but your spiritual guidance team, your 
higher self, your holy guardian angel, they're making sure you're at the right place at the right time. Every time. For all the things that you had planned prior to coming here that you were to uh, receive. And once you get that through your head, once I get, you get that through to your subconscious mind and your conscious mind and you realize it's a hundred percent true. And you look at all the things that you did receive in your life and how it really was a perfect timing. You're going to start to relax a little and understand that your future is every bit as bright as you always hoped and wished it would be. So you need to stop focusing on other people and what they're doing and getting and how they're living, you know, um, sometimes they're just living on, you know, a bunch of credit cards they got and you don't know their situation. They're not as rich as they appear and it's all going to fall like a house of cards because they wanted it to just as bad as you, just as bad as anybody. And they found a way to get it, even though it wasn't a hundred percent, you know, the best way to go about it. And sometimes people, um, get the job and the money and everything. And then they get the house and the car and then their marriage breaks up, you know, and now they lose everything again because maybe that was a lesson they chose for themselves as well. We get so entrenched in this physical world. We get so entrenched with the materialism, you know, and I don't mean buying, you know, a new necklace every week, you know, or whatever. I don't mean that kind of materialism. I mean, just the day-to-day material world. It's God that keeps you alive, not your food. You know, the breath of God is breathing through your lungs this very moment. When God stops thinking about you, you cease to exist. You're here because you're thought of, you're important, you matter. The material parts of you are matter. (laughs) You're literally matter. But everything's going to happen the way it's supposed to. So stop worrying. Stop worrying. You know, if you need someone to tell you it's going to be all right, seriously, the song All Right by Queen Herbie, it's like a mantra. I absolutely adore her. I adore that song, All Right by Queen Herbie. Look that up. She spells it Q-V-E-E-N-H-E-R-B-Y. So, um, I mean, I listened to that. I I didn't listen to it today, but I usually listen to it every day, at least Monday through Friday. I try to listen to my little Queen Herbie Rise playlist. If you want to hear it, let me know. I'm going to uh, send it to you um, in direct message, a link to my private playlist that I listen to daily. And it inspires me in ways that I almost don't know all the ways it inspires me, but then it comes out and I'm like, oh yeah, there she goes. She actually, she actually helped me. You know, she has a high vibration. I like her. She's, she's on point always, but, uh, don't panic. Don't worry. A hundred percent. Everything's coming your way that you meant to have. And after you get to heaven, you can have anything you want anyway. (laughs) I have, I have a little white house in heaven. It's like a hundred years old or like maybe it's 150 years old. It's a very old, like white house. And sometimes I'll, I'll see an earthly house 
similar to that and gives me a weird nostalgic feeling for my house in heaven. And it's got like a like lush green grass that hasn't been mowed in weeks. It has extra patches of grass that are taller than other patches of grass. I love that. You know, I don't need a perfectly mowed lawn with exactly two and a half inches. You know, I don't need that. I, but it, it's uh, just beautiful. And in that house, I have a trunk full of clothes from every era In fact, I have a lot of different clothes and I just, I put these costumes on and I could just, I hold it up and imagine wearing it and boom, it's on my body. And I've had this dream. It's a recurring dream over and over and over again. And I believe it's my house in heaven. I I think that's exactly what it is. And, um, I go up in my attic and no one knows I'm there, you know, and I could try on, you know, costume jewelry from the 1940s and you know, just these beautiful luxurious gowns and furs that obviously they're not real fur because it's heaven. So I'm making, you know, I can't, I create it out of my own mind, you know, and furs from back when people didn't have a consciousness that that's not okay. Cause I don't really want this stuff in real life, not here, but, um, but I have it in heaven. I have everything I need probably dresses that were reproduced in heaven from things I wore in past lives from every era. I've got everything I need. It's a bottomless trunk. You know, there's, there's, uh, photo albums from other lifetimes. There's, um, I think I even have a trunk of toys that I played with as when I was a child in different lifetimes. I mean, it's kind of exciting. You know, when you get there, you can literally have, uh, anything and everything that you want. You recreate it immediately in a heartbeat. So don't panic. You're, no matter who you are, no matter where you are <laughs> along the ethers of this space-time continuum, you're going to get everything you've ever dreamed of and more. More than you ever bargained for. And it's all positive. It's all good. So relax a little. You got this. So there you go. I looked and it's 3344. <laughs> along with the angel numbers the knowledge Ravensfell report begins now she felt a little warmer than normal her nose was a little warm today I'm continuing to chase her around the house and trying to avoid being scratched and bit while I give her her medicine twice a day every 12 hours I'm giving her medicine to her she's had it now um Oh gosh, three or four times. So I think I have 16 times. It's been four times. She has 16 times left. Four hours from now, I've got to give her her um, medicine again. And I told her I'm going to make her chicken before then. So we're going to have chicken stew and that's going to be awesome. Instead of pizza night, I'm doing a chicken stew night and staying in with her because she's so sad. She has to stay inside. And I'm going to have to go buy uh, vegetables and uh meet again in a couple days right now I've got plenty but she's uh crying a little bit more because she's not outside and I get it but I told her you got to learn how to walk on a leash girl and as soon as the sore heals up we begin leash training because I'm I'm not going to put her in a position or allow her to put herself in a position of being tore up by another cat again or possum or whatever did that to her you know I keep thinking she fell but I, I don't, I still don't know. So we're, you know, so we're working on it, you know, but she's, um, been very cuddly, very sweet, 
very much hugging my head. And I had a memory today of something I've been, this memory has been kind of getting ready to bubble up to the surface over the past couple weeks. Every time I pull the scissors out in the kitchen, she always runs up to me and she rubs her face on the scissors. And I'm like, shit, I don't want to accidentally chop off your whiskers. I did that in a past life. And I did, I mean, not in a past life, but I did that when I was a child, right? I, I mean, in this life, not past life, sorry. In my past, this life, sorry about that. Um, and, and I tried to tell her and today she did it again. And I realized, oh shit. She's trying to tell me that she was Kimmy, my first cat ever that I ever got. Kimmy was old by the time I was born. Kimmy was my mom and dad's old cat. And um, he was a boy and his name was K-I-M-I. And it's a Japanese name that they named because my aunt had lived in Japan for several years. And she was absolutely fascinated by the culture and loved the people. And I don't know if she went there to teach English. I don't know why she officially went. But as soon as she turned um, 18, she moved to Japan. Freaked the whole family out. They were like, oh, my God. It was such a big to-do. And it was long before I was born. She was already back in California by the time I was born. But, um, But I don't know where the name actually came from. Maybe it was a cat she used to have or something. But my dad just fell in love with the name Kimmy. And it was fun because you could say kitty, 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 or Kimmy, Kimmy, Kimmy. When you call the cat and you could do Kimmy, Kimmy, kitty, kitty, Kimmy, you know, and it was super, I don't know, it was just something fun. And they had this cat forever. And by the time I was born and I grew up with this cat, um, he was almost as big as I was. He was a massive white tomcat. He was just beautiful as hell and just solid white, but his fur was always dirty. So I was always getting a washcloth to wash him off. And, um, I do that now with my cat and she allows me to do it. And I never thought anything of it. Like she won't allow me to, um, put her in, you know, submerge her down into water to bathe her. I don't think that's fair to do to cats uh, anyway, unless you do it from a kitten up and they're okay with it and they get used to it. But, um, but I wash her with, you know, like a hand wipe or a baby wipe or a, a wet washcloth. And um, when she did that today with her whiskers, I was like, holy shit, you're Kimmy, aren't you? And she started purring like I finally got it. Yes. So not only was Knowledge Ravenspell my old cat Corrigan that I had in my early 20s. And, you know, to mid, actually it was my mid 20s when I got Corrigan. I was like maybe 25 or 26, but also the cat I have now was my first cat, Kimmy, an all white cat. Now she's an all black cat. And when she was Corrigan, she was a tiger striped redhead <laughs> Corrigan, really adorable cat. And I started realizing that today and I thought, oh man. So I wanted to let you guys know that your, your animals absolutely come back to you. You know, their lifespans aren't as long as ours, and so they have time. They've got time to make it back around. So if you lose an animal, don't worry. You're going to get that animal again. Not just when you go to heaven, but also, you know, in this life. If you stick around long enough, you're going to find that animal, that dog or cat again. Ferret, bird, whatever animal you want, you're going to get that same 
being will find its way back to you. So don't worry about that either. Anyway, um, I want to get to the spaceweather.com and get through this introduction so we can get through to the Earth Changes report and the weekly Weird World News right after. So here we go, spaceweather.com. Current solar wind speed is 345.4 kilometers per second. I guess that means the solar wind we were expecting did not get here yet. (laughs) I expected it today and it still hasn't gotten here. Dag nabbit. We still have AR2882 hanging around the uh, um, right-hand side of the sun. Still harboring... uh, (laughs) Uh, the beta gamma magnetic field where we can still get an M-class solar flare hurled our way, although it's possible if it does, it's going to go off to the right and not really hit us. It's possible at this point. If it happens, it may not even impact us at all. So um, let's see here. The cosmic radiation has gone up by 1% in the past 48 hours. We're still still from yesterday at the 9.3%. So, you know, um, it looks like we really, so those are two indicators that we have not at all been hit by that solar wind we've been expecting. It's kind of crazy. I've been expecting it. And then here it is. And again, it says solar wind flowing from the Southern Corona hole. The sun will reach us on the 19th um, or basically Tuesday um, of October. So like 19th of October. So it's kind of weird. Where, where did that solar wind that was definitely headed our way? Where is it? And maybe it'll get here tomorrow. We'll see. It's weird when it, it's definitely coming. And then all of a sudden no one ever says anything about it again. And it's gone. It's like, did it already hit us? Did we move to another timeline where it didn't exist? It's kind of weird, right? Anyway, uh, NASA's all sky cameras and the all sky fireball network they scanned the skies above the U.S. for meteoritic fireballs, and they found some. Today, they found 21 of them. 16 were sporadic. Two were Orionids. Two were Epsilon Geminids, and one... Oh, wait. This is exactly the news from yesterday. Screw that. It looks like nothing happened in the sky. I keep refreshing the page, and no... Never mind. See Mercury retrograde. Everything... <laughs> Everything is uh, exactly the same as yesterday, and even though it has the right date on the top of the page. Nothing's been updated. Yeah, no, never mind. Scratch that. Nothing happened with that. They don't upgrade it if nothing happened, but if something must have happened, they just didn't update it, I think. Uh, see, here we go with the Mercury retrograde. And by the way, my friend got to me and she said, oh, I thought you meant next Thursday. I'm like, I told you like on, it was like Saturday or Sunday. Maybe it's even Monday, and I said this Thursday. And by this Thursday, meaning this coming Thursday, she thought I meant, uh, you know, a week from this Thursday, next week. And I'm like, no, no, um, meant this Thursday. Sat around waiting for you. I'm like, well, you gotta, do, you know, if you can get this thing, I, wh- like, why would I give her the instructions like right now, or you know, the day before, two days before? when I met nine days from now. (laughs) And she's like, well, this weekend I'll get my, you know, get my Skype up and running again. I'm like, it's like a five minute thing. It's not that big of a deal, but 
I don't know. It's just something with this Mercury retrograde. I swear to God, it's just stopping me from doing things left and right. And I don't know. (laughs) I'm not even going to attempt to get a job until teaching English until, you know, this whole thing blows over. And speaking about blowing over, um, disclosurenews.it is reporting a lot more, uh, activity in the Schumann resonance news coming out of Italy. Uh, 23 is the Hertz frequency. Normally it's 7.83. So we do have movement in Italy. So it's a big white blotch followed by a secondary white blotch. So there you go. Um, that's something, right? So when we go to heartmath.org, we're going to see what happened in the past seven days. And of course, you know, an hour ago, I had it all ready to go to read to you guys. And, um, Mercury retrograde being what it is. Now I've got to wait for the page to load again, because go to that page. And now it's just blank for whatever dumb reason. (laughs) All right. Finally, here we go. We're going to go got to click on seven days so we have a better more accurate reading okay all we have is uh from the 13th of october at the 2300 hour this is what was going on on wednesday night when it was almost thursday california was at 79 hertz frequency hopu saudi arabia as well as northland new zealand remain in a stalled position at zero hertz frequency alberta canada was at 164 hertz frequency lithuania was at 128 hertz frequency last but not least hulului south africa was at 102 hertz frequency all right guys i'm going to take a quick break and when i come back i will be reading to you the earth changes news as well as the weekly weird world news because don't you think we deserve a laugh? <laughs> I sure do. And what better thing to laugh at than the weird world news right after this message. guys i've been making episodes of metaphysical soul speak the podcast for a while now and many of you have contacted me wondering just how you can support me and my podcast well i have two solutions for this question number one is to become a listener supporter in which you go to the anchor app locate my channel and sign up anywhere from 99 cents to nine dollars and 99 cents monthly and you can stop anytime or number two is to make a one-time donation of any amount via Zelle, bank to bank, or through PayPal using my email, mermaidgirl888 at gmail.com, also located in the show description. Now with this option, you aren't uh, obligated monthly in any way, and you're also not limited. Thank you all so much in advance for your support. 
Let's keep Metaphysical Soul Speak on the air and onward and upward to the fifth dimension together, guys. Thank you. All right, guys. So we do the Earth Changes Report every Friday for a couple different reasons. Uh, the number one, uh, reason is so that we can learn compassion and we can exercise love and compassion for others, um, directly and actively. And so we go to watchers.news to basically look at the changes that are taking place on the earth at this time And it gives us an insight into ancient prophecy as well as the apocalypse as well as Armageddon. Now, these words are quite scary because people scream about it and talk about it in hushed, dark tones. But really, what do they mean? Apocalypse simply is lifting of the veil where we realize that there's more to this world than we previously thought. Now, Armageddon means the end of one world and the beginning of a new world. So that doesn't sound terribly scary, right? (laughs) I bet this world does need to end in a way. And, you know, we're just watching and just for ourselves, we're monitoring what's going on, kind of keeping a little handle on it. And at the same time, we're going down praying and uh, feeling love for others. And that opens your 11th chakra, which is beneath your feet, several feet into the earth, energetically speaking. And once you open that up, you can open up your 12th chakra and all your chakras can open up and you can align yourself with your highest truth and allow more and more of your higher self to inhabit your body, which is how you're going to ascend in the first place. So here we go. Uh, Watching the world evolve and transform. This is the tagline for watchers.news where we turn now to see exactly how the earth has changed this week. Starting with last Saturday, there was a shallow 6.2 magnitude earthquake that hit near the southwest coast of the island of Hawaii. According to the USGS, a magnitude 6.2 earthquake was registered as being strong and shallow. And they say it was south-southeast of Na'alehu at a depth of what looks like 35 kilometers. So, you know, up to 20 miles, basically it kind of cuts off there. And I just read the headlines. If you want to read the article and you're very interested in this or any article that I mentioned, um, please go to watchers.news and look at the featured articles. All right. So, um, the very next day what we need to do with that let's pray 
for um, the safety of the people of the island of Hawaii and that nobody got seriously hurt. Let's send them love and light and hugs lest there be people with post-traumatic stress disorder because sometimes earthquakes can cause PTSD. Next, we go to Mexico where Tropical Storm Pamela has formed and the forecast was it was supposed to hit Mexico as a major hurricane. I did see this a couple uh, days ago. Somebody had sent me this um, in my Instagram uh, direct message. I thought that was interesting to see a map of it. Uh, It was north of where I used to live in the um, state of Oaxaca. It says way north of Puerto Escondido. In fact, it was south-southwest of Manzanillo, uh, Mexico. It was the 16th named storm of the Pacific hurricane season. That's um, of this year only, the 16th one. So there were no coastal watches or warnings in effect. And we'll see what Pamela did, if anything, a little bit later, because we always find out about it later. So moving right along, we could send Mexico a little bit of sunshine. Black smoke over La Palma and lava has destroyed an industrial plant. Bushcraft Bear shares the latest information about the current volcanic eruption on the island of La Palma. And you could check that out. Um, Let's send love and light to the people of La Palma and condolences, of course, to the people who lost their industrial plant. Now, this is a gorgeous picture. My God, absolutely Halloween colors, baby. (laughs) Halloween green and electric lightning yellow and bright magenta fuchsia purple mixed in there my favorite colors it looks like halloween is upon us when the coronal mass ejection from the sun impacted the earth it sparked g2 moderate geomagnetic storms and it was produced by an m1.6 solar flare and it reached the Discover spacecraft at 1.48 UTC time on October 9th at 2.30. I'm sorry, that was the 12th. Actually, we had one on the 9th and again, one on the 12th. And um, the one on the 12th uh, was at 2.30 a.m. UTC time. So the impact sparked G2 moderate geomagnetic storms. If you uh, care to see how gorgeous these are, you can go look at this picture on watchers.news or I bet if you go to YouTube and just look up geomagnetic storms or Aurora Borealis for this week, you'll probably see some delightful and beautiful movies. I love it's like like this lime green mixed with an evergreen color right next to this bright fuchsia purple like it's surreal I mean I look at this and I think that looks like the fifth dimension to me (laughs) all right so the next story is tropical storm Kompasu drenches Luzon leaving nine people dead and 11 people missing in the Philippines this storm, tropical storm Kompasu, nor, known as Maring in the Philippines, dropped heavy rains on the country's most populous island 
of Luzon over the past two days, leaving at least nine people dead, 11 others missing. Now, of this storm season in the Philippines, Kompasu is the 18th named storm of this year so far. Let's send love and light and sunshine as well as extra hugs and love energy to the people who lost their loved ones and the people who are still seeking their missing loved ones there in the Philippines. A strong and shallow magnitude 6.3 earthquake has hit Crete and Greece. I am so sorry guys that those that's really huge and a lot of people um, there do listen to the show so you're probably listening to this right now you are in our prayers a strong and shallow earthquake registered by the National Observatory of Athens or the NOA as magnitude 6.3 hit the eastern coast of Crete Greece at 9:24 UTC time on the 12th of October see this is my dad's birthday God rest his soul You know, all this stuff happened on his birthday, by the way. I just have to say, and happy birthday, Dad, a little late. I did think about you on your day. Didn't mention on the show, though. So the agency is reporting a depth of 5 miles. That's also known as 8.2 kilometers. That is extremely shallow. The USGS reported a magnitude 6.4 at a depth of 10 kilometers, or roughly 6 miles. So let's send love and light and um, extra healing energy for those people who might be suffering from PTSD from this and condolences to those who might have lost a few plates without having to say, Opa, first. Potent western storm shifts into the four corners in Plains, United States. Heavy snow, powerful winds in the Great Basin, mountains, the Rocky Mountains, and into the high planes uh, created hazardous travel conditions the nws warned on of course october 12th severe storms developing in the plains ahead of the front and they were expecting damaging winds and large hail as well as of course snow let's see what happened we could send some sunshine to the u.s it's a little early for that that to me I mean, usually Halloween is a big snowstorm day, right? That's the day you're disappointed because no snow up until today, and now we can't go trick-or-treating, damn it. That's how it's always been. (laughs) That's how it should be. We shouldn't get snow before then, but we'll see if anything hit. We'll wait until further news. Just love and light and prayers to everybody around the world. And Hurricane... Pamela did prove to be a life-threatening storm. There was a surge of uh, dangerous winds and a threat of significant flash flooding and mudslides in Mexico. Oh, my. Uh, Wow, that's a lot. So the system was forecast to make landfall in the western central coast of Mexico. And they did say it was going to be a life-threatening storm surge with dangerous hurricane force winds. So let's send love and light and calm energy. Lots of sunshine there to Mexico. Now the uh, winter storm highway has shut down um, the United States. It worsened the supply chain issues. Truck drivers say highway closures and restrictions 
in parts of the Intermountain West and Rockies during a winter storm have been complicating these things. Um, So there's a lot of empty shelves in the United States right now. It's quite sad. I don't know really what to make of it other than that's uh, terrible. And what else can we do? So uh, there you have it. Um, I went, I have to go back to the first page of this, but it looks like that might be all. Okay. All right. No, actually that was it. Uh, well, maybe not. That was really weird. It just, it had, it was like, that was the end of the articles. I'm like, okay. Uh, It didn't say page two. (laughs) So, all right. Maybe we aren't done with it. I'm like, is that it? That's all for the news. Wow. Not a whole lot happening at all in the U.S. Or, I mean, in the world, sorry. I was looking at something said the word U.S. US as I said that. All right, so let me pause this for a second. Actually, yeah, there we go. It's not a lot going on, apparently. Let's see, here we go. Uh, there's a few more articles. Uh, we didn't get off that easy after all. <laughs> all right, so. Um, okay. There was a sudden drop in temperatures that led to early snow in parts of China. In the Yijun County in Shaanxi, I know I'm not pronouncing that correct. If you're from China, my apologies, although probably I'm assuming my show cannot be heard by people in China because I mention the word God quite often. But... God bless everyone in China anyway. Uh, (laughs) uh, So that ushered in the first snowfall of autumn this Sunday morning. And that included other parts of Shaanxi, including Binjiao. And it looks quite lovely, actually. It showed that in this picture, a lot of snow, but very sunny day. I love, there's like an energy, a special crispness to this energy of a beautiful sunlight cast across new fallen snow with puffy white clouds and a clear blue sky. Otherwise I just, there's something about that energy that I absolutely love. So that's a really cool picture actually. All right, moving right along. Um, here we go. Talking more about Shan, 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 Over 1.75 million people have been affected in China and they were affected by floods. 17,000 homes collapsed in North China's Shaanxi province. Let's send them love and light. Lots of prayers going up this evening to the North China's Shaanxi province. Continuous downpours affecting North China's Shaanxi province since the start of October have affected more than 1.7 million people, 1.75, I'm sorry, million people, forced the evacuation of more than 120,000 people. And in addition, floods have now damaged 469,500 acres of crops, also known as 190,000 hectares. So that's a lot. Let's send a lot of love and light to the Chinese people that suffered from this let's send them uh, sunshine and the energy to rebuild 
regrow and let's send them some prosperity energy as well because they're going to need extra money to uh, replace that which they have lost. So um, let's see, there was new activity and unrest reported for two volcanoes in the world during the same period. Ongoing activity was reported for 12 volcanoes. That brings a whopping total to 14, which is seven less than what is normal. So I don't know about you guys, but I feel, well, strangely secure in knowing not too many volcanoes are going off right now. But I also have fear and dread for what may happen next week because, you know, things like this can change on a dime. Asteroid 2021 TE-13 flew past Earth at 0.07 lunar distance. That's uh, too close for comfort in my book. But, uh, wow, that's... um, This is the 101st known asteroid to fly past Earth within one lunar distance. That is damn close. That is 16,732 miles measured from the center of our planet. I mean, as far as uh, things like this are concerned, asteroids, that's that's pretty damn close. Uh, It was, and again, that is in kilometers, 26,927 kilometers from the center of the planet. That is quite close. Damn it. (laughs) Um, There was a strong and shallow earthquake registered by the USGS as magnitude 6.4 that hit the Solomon Islands on the 15th of October at 2.44 a.m. UTC time. The agency is reporting a depth of 14 miles or 22.6 kilometers. The EMSC is reporting also a magnitude 6.4 at a depth of 12.4 miles or 20 kilometers. So um, let's send love and light to the people of the Solomon Islands and soothing love energy for those who might have PTSD if they felt that and got scared. Experts have been seeking public help after a meteorite smashed through a residential roof in British Columbia, Canada. Are you hearing this, Tim? Cosmic Threader, were you there? Did you see the meteorite smash through somebody's roof? That's crazy. Western University meteorite experts are seeking the public's assistance in sharing their private video footage of a meteorite fragment smashed through a roof in a private home in BC, Canada on the 3rd of October. That is crazy. And it smashed through the roof at what time? Uh, 2333 LT time, <laughs> otherwise known as 533 UTC, not as fun as 2333, but there you have it. There's your secret hidden angel numbers for the week. Major snowstorm has hit Wyoming. It created traffic jams and brought wildfire relief. That's good news. I'd rather have snow than a fire any day. The snow will melt and and, uh, and your home is still fine, but with fire, not so much. Uh, the first big snowstorm of the season has led to major travel issues in Wyoming this week, but also helped 
with the wildfire in parts of neighboring Montana. The storm dropped as much as 20 inches, ooh, or 50.8 centimeters at Soldier Park and 19 inches or 48.2 centimeters at Hanson Sawmill. That's a lot of snow, almost two feet of snow. Wow. Overnight. That is a major snowstorm, even for Montana and Wyoming. Let's send love and light to those suffering the wildfires over there and let's send a little bit of sunshine to those who are maybe not so happy about the snowstorm, but I don't know about you guys. I would be like, woohoo, time to go skiing. Even if it's flat, you could always go cross country skiing, which is one of my favorite activities from my childhood. So, uh, that's it. That seems to be the end. Although there was a bright fireball over Southern Georgia in the United States. Um, the American Meteor Society received 88 witnesses. Here we go again with the 88 <laughs> and happened on October 11th. So 11 and 88 there put those two feathers in your cap and called those angel numbers. A bright fireball was observed over the Southeast U.S. at 2.05 UTC time on the 11th of October. The American Meteor Society received 88 reports from Alabama, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Tennessee. It's pretty cool. There's a little bit of a picture here, but it's in black and white. Hard to see. It, it's, it looks like just another uh, street light, according to this picture. I bet somewhere, somehow, somebody has a much better picture, though. So, uh, let's see, that's it. Uh, that's all she wrote. Not a whole lot of news this week. It's actually 20 minutes less of news than normal. I think no news or hardly any news is good news. And except for what happened in China, nothing else was really that big of a deal. I don't believe. So let's send a lot of extra love to the people in China. They need it. Let's give them that emotional and spiritual attention. Just lots and lots and lots of love. All right. Well, I decided we're going to go to Coast to Coast AM and check out the headlines from the news stories that they've had. And we're going to go back, back, back quite a ways because (laughs) we have 40 minutes to fill. Wow. We usually have 20 to 30 minutes So now we have a lot more than usual. So here we go. All right. I've decided to pick a random spot and here we go. (laughs) You may find these articles. If you want to read the full articles, I'm just going to go over the headlines and comment on them. uh, Hopefully with some great hilarity. Uh, This is at coastcoastam.com forward slash in the news. Here we go. So, uh, this, we're going to start with September 29th, um, and move forward in time. Giant penguins waddled around Atlantis like lost world 30 million years ago. Well, that's pretty cool. Amazingly, the fossilized bones of these giant penguins were stumbled upon by children during a school trip in New Zealand. Well, boy, this is according to study finds. Now, if uh, my son had been there, he would have been so happy to see that. And I do have a picture from his childhood when he was about eight years old, hugging a giant penguin stuffed animal at SeaWorld. 
<laughs> the one and only time I've ever taken my kids to SeaWorld. And um, if I'd had the money, boy, that penguin would have been his. That's his favorite animal. So, so cute. Giant penguins. That, they wouldn't even be terrifying, would they? If they were as tall as you, it would just be sweet. I mean, what can they do? Smack you with their fins. Not much else. Not much else. They wouldn't really be terrifying. They'd be kind of adorable, right? Anyway, um, Havana syndrome attacks widen with the CIA officers evacuation from Serbia. What is that? U.S. officials say the still unexplained assaults are steadily expanding and sapping morale at the CIA and the State Department, according to the Wall Street Journal. I don't know what that is. I'm going to pause this and read this article. I'll come back and tell you guys what it says. Well, I read part of the article, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in 2016, there was this random set or series of unexplained medical symptoms that just randomly appeared and they're calling it Havana Havana syndrome has nothing to do with Cuba other than it first started there that's all so um yeah roughly 200 US diplomats intelligence officers military officers and other government personnel mostly based abroad just experienced a strange, often debilitating set of symptoms, and it prompted a series of government and scientific investigations into what they have called, the officials have called, anomalous health incidences, and other people are referring to as attacks, but they don't really know much else. (laughs) So that's just really, really strange. That's according to the uh, Wall Street Journal. So um, that's been happening again, apparently. So there you have it. Um, It's happened now in Serbia. I don't know what this is, but um, I I don't even know what what to say. I mean, it it sounds like it's a little bit more than Ascension Flu that the rest of us are having. (laughs) You know? Unless, I mean, can you imagine if that's what it is and they're just like, we don't know what it is. It's so scary. <laughs> it's, it sounds like ascension flu symptoms to the nth degree. I don't know. But they don't really talk about the symptoms itself. So ugh, let's move right along. Um, astronomers are hot on the hunt for a giant planet in our outer solar system. And they're trying to see if it actually exists. This is Planet 9. Some people have called it Vulcan. (laughs) It's just a mysterious solar system object. And well, I guess they'll let us know if they do find it. I have heard that they did find it. And then sometimes they say they don't. So maybe it's just the timeline I'm on at the moment. Depends on, you know, what it's going to be or not. I don't know. Anyway, um, let's go to the next one. Uh, The ground is literally exploding due to climate change in Siberia. And it's going to get worse. Well, do you think that's related to Havana syndrome? (laughs) Oh, God, I don't know. And and by the way, love and light to the CIA families and all the people over there that are suffering from this. It's honestly, it's no joke. And I don't mean to joke about that. So let's send them love and light. Anyway, it is a pure stroke of luck that none of the explosions and their giant craters left behind have caused loss of life or infrastructure damage 
according to one scientist from the uh, website motherboard really crazy stuff right there horned crocodile faced hell heron <laughs> is one of two new isle of white dinosaur discoveries so this was once dinosaur island isle of white according to cnn and they did discover the new horned crocodile faced hell heron your guess is as good as mine that sounds a lot more terrifying than a giant <laughs> a giant penguin Secret cave chamber may be one of the last Neanderthal hideouts. They just discovered it according to live science and it was sealed off for 40,000 years. So that would be interesting. Would you guys go into that? Would you, would you dare go into a Neanderthal hideout? That would be very interesting. I think so, uh, this, I don't even know what to say about this one. Um, might be the first planet found orbiting three stars at once. Oh, that's interesting. It's like juggling, but in reverse, I guess. It's called a circumtriple planet. And evidence that one exists suggests that planet formation is less unusual than once believed, according to the New York Times. That sounds quite interesting, but let's move on to the next headline. Um, Right. A mysterious UFO-like aircraft has been spotted being towed on a trailer at a U.S. defense base. According to reports in The Sun, it was not the actual Sun, by the way, but the you know, newspaper called the sun. (laughs) Okay. Uh, this was spotted at Lockheed Martin's secretive Hellendale radar cross section measurement facility. Wow. Okay. So there we go. Mysterious UFO like aircraft spotted being towed on a trailer at a U.S. defense base. So yeah, Maybe someday they will let us in on it. Until then, let's... Uh, are you shaking your head right now and scratching your head a little bit? Like, huh? <laughs> I wish they'd let us in on uh, some of this information. But this is something they did tell us. The moon is leaving us. And it prompts me to sing the song, Breaking up is hard to do. The moon is leaving us and we can't stop it, guys. According to The Atlantic, every year, our moon, our beloved Luna, moves distinctly and inexorably farther away from Earth. We're pushing her away and probably because we keep casting magic spells and act like she has anything to do with our spells going wrong. (laughs) Aww, we're going to miss you, Luna. That's crazy. Searching for Mr. X. Hmm. Mr. X. (laughs) According to Atavist Magazine, for eight years, a man without memory lived among strangers at a hospital 
in Mississippi, but was recovering his identity. Oh, I'm sorry, but was recovering his identity, the happy ending he was looking for. Well, if you want to uh, find out, you could read the article for yourself at coastcoastam.com in the slash forward slash in the news. So, okay. Human ghost tracks in New Mexico are 13,000 years older than Nevada's spirit caveman. Ooh. According to mystery wire, the timeline of when humans first appeared in North America now has changed dramatically in recent years. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, my kids, cut their teeth literally they've been hearing the stories from forbidden archaeology before they actually had teeth i've known about this for a long time that humans are a lot older than we thought so this is pretty crazy uh human ghost tracks in new mexico are 13,000 years older than the nevada's spirit caveman i don't know how old that one is but that's really really cool by ghost tracks, I'm sure they mean like footprints that they found that are kind of like, you know, and petrified <laughs> and it probably was in mud originally. And now it's just like petrified rock. It's pretty crazy. So, uh, spiritual machines, Silicon Valley's quest for immortality. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we knew that was coming, didn't we? After all the movies we've seen over the years, Jeff Bezos, Peter Thiel, and a host of others represent some of the modern tech giants who have expressed an interest in putting their dollars behind human longevity studies. Well, I mean, they're going to need to live a few hundred more years to spend all that pretty, pretty money. Pretty, pretty money. (laughs) And that article is in the debrief. If you want to read it um, or on Coast Coast AM. Uh, Yeah. Hawaii's Kilauea volcano erupts as a new lake of lava forms. Well, we're not going to go take the family to this lake anytime soon. Wow. Lake of lava. Where have I heard that before? Could it be... The Bible. <laughs> oh, according to Gizmoda, I mean Gizmodo, the formerly empty Halema'u crater has now been filled up with lava because, you know, space abhors vacuum. <laughs> with molten rock gushing up in a spectacular fashion. Well, that sounds amazing. Something I don't want to see in person, but I would love to see drone footage of that. I'm sure it's probably on YouTube by now. So let's turn now to BuzzFeed News, where a declassified State Department report has said now officially microwaves did not cause Havana syndrome. Well, that's good to know. I was, I remember when I first heard about this and, and I had you know briefly forgot what it was, but and that they called it Havana syndrome, um, or in Spanish, Havana <laughs> syndrome, by the way, uh, you don't even pronounce the H when it's Spanish, but whatever. Anyway, noises linked to mysterious injuries among the U S diplomats in, in Cuba were most likely caused by what 
crickets. Did you hear them when I paused for a moment? Crickets? Not microwave weapons, according to review. Now, that makes me quite unsettled for some reason. Crickets usually take out negative vibrations. (laughs) Oh, not people. Not people. Do you guys remember when I said that? I channeled Prime Creator, I think it was... I mean, probably four or five months ago, and I I think that's when it was. He showed me a distinct picture of the matrix beyond our uh, sight. And what I saw was when dogs bark their energy of fear, it goes into like a matrix and gets stuck. And the crickets and other sounds, birds and whatnot... This sound comes up and what happens is it washes away. It cleanses the energy of the, the negative crap in the matrix and all the fear. So what can we gather from this? Hmm. That all the people that got sick were somehow filled with fear. U.S. diplomats, possibly. Were they of low vibration? It's, it's possible. I'm not saying it's likely or probable, but it's possible. Could it be that or could it be something else? Are these mutant crickets, perhaps? Is the rest of the world going to suffer from this, maybe? I don't know. This is really, really becoming more mysterious by the minute. According to vintage news, and no, I don't mean news from a couple hundred years ago (laughs) but that's just the name of the uh, paper I suppose vintage news they say that the web telescope is going to change the way that we see the universe it will allow scientists to examine planets that are far beyond the reach of the Hubble telescope well (laughs) as long as the web telescope has its main lens in place correctly and not backwards we'll see a hell of a lot more than what (laughs) what the Hubble (laughs) saw Uh, (laughs) God I'm sorry if any one of you is listening to me from NASA I'm sorry I just (laughs) oh God I just I I, I couldn't resist I, I just couldn't okay according to mystery wire An Airbnb renting out Scream House from the 1996 horror flick. Wow. This house is located in Marin County, California. Ooh la la. Très chic. It's very fancy there. And it will reportedly be ready to explore in all its original glory. Very interesting. So anybody out there who are Scream fans... Are you interested in uh, maybe perhaps taking a vacation and renting out the Scream House? Now's your chance. Just in time for Halloween. Unexplained Mysteries has said that Amazon is ready to release an autonomous home robot. Yes. 
Oh, yes, I have been excited about something like this. Well, let's see what it does first. (laughs) The online giant's new robot, Astro, will roam around your house equipped with cameras and microphones. Wait, what? Ah, fuck that. I I mean, we already have Alexa. I had to say it very little voice because I didn't want her to hear me. Ah! (laughs) I don't need that. I need an autonomous home robot that's going to give my cat her medicine. That way I don't get scratched to bits. That's what I need a robot to do. It won't hurt the cat, but will also administer her medicine. Yeah, that's what I need. I need a robot who will also order groceries, put them away, and do my dishes, and keep my floor, my floor swept. Blah, I can't even talk. I'm so mad. Why do we need it to be equipped with cameras and microphones? We don't need that. Oh, my God. Ugh, I can't even handle it. Let's go to the next thing. Euro News. Scientists solved the mystery of how Easter Islanders were able to drink water straight from the sea? Whoa. Okay, I'm going to pause this and read the article, come back and tell you guys exactly what that's about. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. It does say, along with this island's famous giant Moai statues... This quirk of nature was added to the local list of mysteries. Holy moly. Hold on a minute. I'm going to come back and tell you guys in a second. All right. This is very interesting. Wow. Anthropologists have found that the inhabitants of Rapa Nui, there, you know, Easter Island is called Rapa Nui. And by the way, one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. I've seen it several times. They were able to harvest fresh water from pockets of coastal seep. So they don't have any rivers on the island, but from underneath the ground, there are rivers that go out and seep fresh water into the ocean. And they went out to the ocean to collect the water and drink it. That is really crazy because there's no rivers or streams on top of the surface of this island. They only have three small crater lakes that dry up when there are droughts and fresh water was a scarcity on the island. However, they were also able to create, um, let's see here. They were also able to create more, uh, drinking water for themselves in addition to the seeping water that goes out to you know, the pockets of fresh water in the ocean by building underwater dams in the ocean to keep the fresh and the seawater separated. They also constructed wells that redirected water from the aquifer before reaching the sea. That is really strange. Now, what they did report here is that they, I guess they tried the water and they said it's Not the best water in the world. It doesn't taste very good because it does manage to have a slight salty flavor. But hey, this is how they survived. Well, shit, howdy, more power to them, right? That's pretty crazy. All right, so it turns out, according to Esquire 
magazine that the government has a whole file on Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, we kind of felt like that was the truth, right? I mean, you know, all joking and X-Files aside, it, it seems kind of like absolutely that's true that they would have a file on Bigfoot, right? I would love to read that file though. What about you guys? Very, very crazy. Um, let's see. Um, I'm looking for something more exciting than the ones I just saw. Hold on a second. Oh yes. (laughs) Have you guys ever heard about the mysterious stone orbs? Um, they're just round stones randomly and they're stashed all over Neolithic Britain. And they're saying, why were these mysterious stone orbs stashed all over Neolithic Britain? Well, guess what? According to Atlas Obscura, two new ones just turned up in a tomb on a remote Scottish Island. I don't think we still know what they are, but that is very odd. Oh, this is fun. Uh, these men were struck by lightning and now they talk to the rain. <laughs> According to vice, um, climate change is changing the lives of Mexico's Tlalocas, the farmers chosen to please the God of rain and lightning. Ooh, very interesting. All right, this is a very interesting article on vice.com. So uh, according to this part of Mexico, in the Ameca Meca municipality of Mexico State, everything is dedicated to currying favor with Tlaloc, And he's the God who makes things sprout in this culture. So the role of Tlaloc, uh, or the ritual mission, if it's successful, um, he will, the person is a Tlaloque and he talks to Tlaloc basically, and they will receive divine favor. If they do it right, they have to give from the heart, of course. And they're always asking for blessings of the corn crops, of course, because that makes sense. And the Tlalokes respect Isachiquatl and talk to the rain. They communicate with moss, forest, and the air. Messages come to them in dreams, and they have to obey the messages. Now, um, there, there's some talk of an altar here that they have like a cross with a corn cob on it. That's what they had in a dream. So they had to do that. So, um, people bring whatever they want and they put it on the altar. As long as it comes from the heart, that's, um, how they have this communication and this reverence for and communication with the God of rain and lightning. Now the people who are the Tlalokes have a high status position in their community. So that's pretty awesome. And guess how you become one? (laughs) Uh, You have to survive a lightning strike. 
Well, I guess I would fit right in there. I would love to go over there and learn a little bit more about that someday. Now let's go to uh, the next story. According to The Sun, again, the newspaper, not the big ball of fire in our sky half of the day. (laughs) Uh, Bible archaeologists find Mount Sinai where God handed Moses the Ten Commandments. Ooh. Wow. They found this in Saudi Arabia. And it directly lines up with the passage in the holy tomb. Wow. And by tomb, I mean tome, T-O-M-E. Sorry about that. Said that wrong. So they have four bombshell clues. And they have been able to find the archaeological remnants of where Moses stood. That is really cool. That is really cool. So from that, we go to Uranus. (laughs) Oh, according to live science, uh, stinky mushball hailstones are on Uranus. No, yours are stinky. (laughs) Stinky mushball hailstones on Uranus may explain an atmospheric anomaly there. Oh, God. You know, just no comment. (laughs) The people who claim to hear the Northern Lights. Ooh, according to the website, The Conversation, some people have claimed the Aurora Borealis makes discernible crackling, whooshing, or whizzing sounds. Wow. I want to hear it now. Don't you guys want to go immediately and hear it? And it says some people, it's not everyone can hear it. I think you have to drop a tab of acid in order to hear it really well. Or maybe DMT. (laughs) Wow, that will be very interesting. Okay, something to know. Uh, This is very strange. According to News Talk 1290, one of my favorite stations, by the way, A shadow person has been caught on camera at a cemetery in El Paso, Texas. For the second time in a month, photos of a sinister shadow person have been captured during a ghost walk at Concordia Cemetery. Now, what is the difference between a ghost and a shadow person for the untrained eye? If if you're happening upon something weird moving through the shadows... This is how you tell if it is white or blue or pale gray, kind of wispy, like smoke, but formed like a human. It looks like a human. That's a ghost. And if it's black, it's a shadow person. At least in my personal experience, I've seen all of the above. Had a shadow person in my room a few months ago, a couple months ago. That was pretty creepy. It it saw me and didn't think I could see it until I spoke to it directly and it snapped its head around, its shadowy black head around and was looked apparently shocked. It kind of shuddered a little bit and then it ran off into the corner of my room and disappeared. It was quite strange. The South Pole, which is obviously very, very cold anyway, according to the Washington Post, uh 
has its most severe cold season on record so far, which is an anomaly in a warming world. Is it though? I mean, there's always a cold snap following the warm snap, right? Amid a record hot summer in large parts of the Northern Hemisphere, Antarctica was mired in a deep, deep freeze. Very interesting. The earth is not as bright as it once was. I dare say neither are the people. <laughs> I mean, it's possibly true, right? According to CNN, a lack of clouds on earth is causing our planet to dim, according to a new geophysical research letter. I don't know what that means, dim. Do you? I mean, dim-witted. <laughs> dim according to the extraterrestrials approaching us I I don't know why dim to who for who according to live science uh, baby planets marinate in a life giving cyanide soup that's that's life giving cyanide soup cyanide is poison And the fact that they use soup. Ah, that's so creepy. And I just had soup tonight for dinner. Oh, you guys, I was making my soup. And uh, I was cutting up the cabbage. And on one little piece of the cabbage, there was a little tiny ant. And a very dangerous looking, looked like a baby black widow. It was really tiny. Oh, I was like, oh, I was freaking out. I'm like, well, this goes to the wee people. I'm not going to eat this leaf. And it made me quite scared that I might have eaten a spider in my soup. But it's been more than an hour and a half. And so far, I'm not dead. Speaking of life-giving cyanide soup. (laughs) So, thank you, God, for providing and protecting me. There we go. All right. So, um, according to this, though, the molecules needed for life are common in space. Well, God is a gracious God. I believe that kind of goes without saying he's creating new worlds constantly. So there you go. Is this an erupting volcano or the eye of Sauron? (laughs) Okay. Um, an award winning image. Oh yes. I've seen this, uh, taken by a drone has captured the dreadful beauty of one of nature's violent shows of power. According to Atlas Obscura, Obviously, it's an erupting volcano, but it looks very much like the Eye of Sauron. (laughs) Okay, um, the Washingtonian wants to let you know that the Exorcist house is on sale. Would you buy it from the famous horror movie, The House, in which they filmed The Exorcist? Well, that wasn't a bad house. I'd probably buy it. Because it obviously, oh wait, I'm sorry. It's not where it was filmed. It's the place that inspired. No, no, absolutely fucking not. I would not buy that. <laughs> Never mind. Or in Spanish we say, nunca mente. <laughs> or at least I say that quite often. Never mind, nunca mente. Okay. Science News has said that a custom brain implant has lifted a woman's severe depression. The experimental device brought relief from her mood disorder for at least two months. Okay, well, what would you guys do? What would you rather do? 
a, a cannabis infused gummy bear or a brain implant. I mean, that also lifts your severe depression. Psychedelics lift severe depression. I'd rather stick with the drugs, please. Thank you. Bright fireballs light up the pre-dawn sky over Colorado. And I just said that at 5533 <laughs> into this. Uh, so more than 40 reports came in concerning the blazing streak from space on Sunday, according to space.com. Bright fireballs over Colorado. I think I did mention that the other day, though. So there we go. Um, Bigfoot from multi-dimensions to wormholes and the mystery of the Mothman. According to Mysterious Universe, a small body of data suggests Bigfoot is something far stranger than just a regular ape. Well, anybody who lives in Mount Shasta can attest for that. They've seen uh, Bigfoot oftentimes in conjunction with spaceships up on Mount Shasta on that giant volcano. So there we go. Um, here's a job for you and me. According to next star, there's a streaming service that will pay one person to binge paranormal documentaries. Me, please raising my hand. Can you see me from space? Yes, 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 yes. I want to do this. The documentary service Magellan TV wants to pay one lucky ghost lover $2,400 to binge 24 hours of paranormal content. Yes, yes. I need this job. I will definitely be happy to do it. What about you guys? And here's an extreme exoplanet that they've discovered, according to SciTech Daily, an ultra-hot Jupiter where it rains iron. Wow. That's very interesting. This is a fiery inferno-like wasp 76B exoplanet may be even more sizzling than scientists have realized. God's raining iron. Can you imagine the heavy metal music that comes out of that planet? <laughs> I bet it sounds like heavy metal music when there's a big storm. Wow. That would be strange. Well, well, if anyone wants to astral project there, let me know what you find. And last but not least, we're going to end on this one according to live science hundreds of three-eyed dinosaur shrimp emerge after an arizona monsoon how to unravel this hmm their eggs can stay dormant for decades waiting for water interesting first of all three eyes interesting just like you and me there but their third eye apparently looks like an actual eye and dinosaur shrimp that is like an oxymoron right like jumbo shrimp dinosaur shrimp that's crazy and they merge after the monsoon that's very interesting well good for them and they, they their eggs are no longer dormant because hey they just got their water they were waiting for well there you have it guys i know you've been waiting for this episode of metaphysical soul speak the podcast And that's all she wrote by she, I mean me, and plus all the people who provided these headlines. So thank you to Coast to Coast AM as well as Watchers.News. That's it, guys. I'll be back on Monday with all unique and original programming. Just like always, remember that I love you and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. But until then, I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy Fifth Dimension. 
Till next time, guys. Peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.